This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. I'm not in any better of a mood than I was yesterday, so let's just get that on the table right now because I know someone's thinking it. But we have reached the finals for this part of the tournament, so let's just focus on that. So, as you know by now, this is a two-game, as Alex would say, this is a two-game total point affair. And I explain this as a courtesy to people who may not be familiar with Jeopardy tournament rules and things like that. Because they may have, you know, just discovered Jeopardy or they never paid attention before. But the way this works is the scores our players get today will be carried over. They will be cleared, of course, for tomorrow's game. But those two sets of scores, the scores from today and the scores from tomorrow, will be added. And whoever has the highest combined score takes the prize. So that's in a nutshell how this final is going to work. So now that I've explained the rules, I think it's time we get reacquainted with our contestants. We have Lucy, Josh, and Sam. All three very good players. I, I told you guys yesterday I am personally Team Lucy, but I like all of them. I remember all of their runs very well. Poor Josh. He got a loss to Mad Emodio. I feel so sorry for him. It's, you know that had to be brutal. But it happens. This game was a tight one throughout. Like I said, I don't have a nickname for this kind of a game yet, but I need to figure one out because, yeah. This game was extremely intense. It was extremely crazy just because of how tight it was throughout. And let's just say daily doubles are not always nice. Lucy found two of them and kind of split them. One right, one wrong. And the one she got wrong kind of hurt because it took away half of her money. Which sucked. But she got it back and a little bit more. I don't remember who found the other one. Actually, I think it was Sam. Who found the other Daily Double and got it right. And managed to take the lead. But, yeah, the, the lead the lead ping-ponged a little bit. This wasn't a full-on ping-pong match, so I can't designate it as such. But there were a couple of times where it did bounce back and forth. It's like they felt like play- It's like they thought they wanted to play ping-pong with it and then decided not to. But... Yeah, there's there's that. 
Final Jeopardy came around and something happened that we've not seen in a while. Everybody got it right. And while we don't have a real winner today, it was Josh who plopped himself into the lead. $10,000 lead over Sam. Roughly eleven grand over Lucy, but you know what? Anything can happen. Need I need I tell the story of Buzzy Cohen again? Because if I if I need to, I will. I I'm telling you guys, Buzzy is my shining example in these two game total point affairs, just because of how his played out. And if he ever listens to this podcast, he's going to be like, "Will you shut up about it already?" Nah, I like Buzzy. He seems like a nice person. From what little bit of interaction we've had. I sent him a happy birthday message and he responded to it. Which totally stunned me because I was not expecting that. I I miss being able to send those when I was on Twitter. Every time someone had a birthday, whether I knew them or not, they got an audio card. Now I can't do that anymore and it makes me sad. But, yeah, I'm going off on a tangent here. But, yeah, today's outcome doesn't tell you anything about how the tournament is actually going to end. It just doesn't. So, don't think that just because someone... Don't think that just because Josh is in the lead right now that he's going to win the entire tournament. Because it's literally, it's still anybody's game. Either of the other two could come back tomorrow and just, you know, stomp him into the pavement, figuratively speaking. I love, I love seeing this kind of play where you've got former champions facing each other. That's why I love the Tournament of Champions so much. Because you get to see these high-level players, they're good enough to have at least won a game. Then again, several people who are good enough to have at least won a game kind of got kicked in the patootie by an unstoppable force, which is why we have second chance. <laughs> but these people, they've, they've at least won one game. They've either won one, two, or three games. But the fact, that they've, the fact that they've played more than one game, which is something a lot of people don't get to do, that shows just how good they are. And seeing high-level players like that playing against each other, it's just epic. And I, I love it. So, yeah, this, this right here is something that I love. I won't lie, I am starting to get bored with nothing but tournaments. We're only getting a few we're only getting a few weeks of regular play this season and it's making me kind of sad because tournaments as much as I love seeing former contestants again, I'm starting to get bored with the whole tournament aspect. So, yeah. But see, seeing these former champions playing against each other, I I just love it because they're all they're all so good. And at any rate, I'm going to sign off due to, you know, being exhausted. I have been online all day trying to get an issue fixed and it's still not fixed and I'm still angry. So, yeah. So I'm going to sign off. And as usual, I'm going to say good night.
thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.